What's up in the legal tech world? Find out in the Lex Factor briefs. Quick hits on the latest happenings in the industry and discussion from your Lex Factor hosts around their potential impacts on business. Feed your brain and empower your firm at the same time. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Lex Factor Briefs. It's your host, Lauren, here. Hi, and I'm Brad Pobble. Yay! Yay. Um, so today, we are going to end Cybersecurity Month with a bang. All right, I'm Brad ready. Brad is super excited about this. I love everything about Cybersecurity Month. So I think there's there's a lot of months. You know, we have, like, national... <laughs> there is, there's, there's 12 of them, actually. <laughs> That's not what I meant. So there's lots of celebratory months. You know, they're like, hey, this is National Cybersecurity Month. This is Cancer Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. So we name this month Cybersecurity Month, but what what does that mean? <laughs> like, what happened? Is it just to bring awareness? Or? I think it is. If you look at uh, just the statistics in general, uh, some of the ones I mentioned in previous shows, mm-hmm. 95% of all breaches that occur inside of the United States <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you laughed. <laughs> 95% of all breaches inside of the United States occur because of human error. Mm-hmm. So we need an awareness just to get people's minds in the right uh, direction to start talking about this more often. And I actually, I think it's odd. I thought your question was going to be, why do we have this during Halloween? <laughs> Is it to scare people? Is it oh, to... Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's all about I, the marketing. I really, I really don't know the okay. answer on why October was picked, but yeah, uh, okay. it is to bring up the awareness. It's so important. I yeah. mean, even at home, you always have to be watching out. Oh, yeah. Well, and especially now with, you know, COVID and virtual learning, virtual work, everything. I mean, just this year, attacks have jumped over 260%, which is crazy. Right. And so I know a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Safer Shaw and the issues that they were having with a security attack. And this is what blew my mind. And I talked to Brad about this this morning. Literally, that happened on October 10th. It's October 30th. It's almost three weeks later. I am not an IT professional, but it blew my mind that you can have something that that scary happen in this much longer. You're still not over it. You're still dealing with it. And and Brad let me know, hey, that's actually not that long of a time. It can take a lot longer. So I'm interested to hear more about why does it take so long and what what all goes into fixing it, for lack of better words. I think I, I just think people really underestimate the complexity of the systems that kind of run the organization. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's a medical facility, whether it's a, a law firm, whatever it may be, but actually uh, being in a, you know, the ransomware coming into the system, locking it down, it really plays jeopardy with all of your integrations that you have. Mm-hmm. How are you going to restore? Think of the process. Just think if. Your information was actually locked down. You couldn't contact them. You couldn't reach back out. You don't know previously what's happened. You can't can't email. You don't know any of that information. Once it is released, it goes on even beyond that. Do they still have the information? Uh, How do we make sure that it's safe? Even after that, uh, you're up and running, Mm -hmm. you will still continue to work this particular issue for six, eight, ten months, trying to figure out and gather all of the facts for insurance purposes, for cybersecurity insurance, understanding who you need to contact, how to repair brand, all of those type of things. I mean, it is so detrimental to an organization. And that's why you have to put precautions in place to help protect against it. it, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it really takes down the core of who 
you are as an organization if you can't get to anything inside of it. I mean, yeah. what do you do? I mean, think about all those years that you spent as a company building that up and somebody just pulls it out from underneath you. What do yeah. you do? How do you how do you revert back? Do you even remember what it used to be like before those processes? You know, so many of those things. That's why it's so important to, you know, think about security, especially since it's cybersecurity month. <laughs> <laughs> what a coincidence. Okay, so the majority of firms in the U.S. are small. You know, you're a three-person firm. What do you do now? Like you said, it could take six, eight, ten months. You have all these steps. You need to contact the insurance company. Where do you even start? How do you know what to do when you don't have those internal resources to guide you? Oh, my gosh. I know. It, it's a very scary thing. It really is. You have to really step back and understand the flow of what needs to occur. I mean, number one is you have to make that choice. How are you going to get that bad actor out of your system? That's number one. You got to stop them from moving around. You got to stop them from going any further than what they already are. That's kind of, you know, just kind of stop the bleeding. Mm -hmm. Then after that, you have to figure out how to eradicate them from the system. Then you have to figure out what I'm like, then put it on my fingers. fingers. Yeah. So yeah. Then you're going to have to figure out what did they actually take and what did they have access to take and what could potentially have been taken. Oh, All of those things are really difficult to look inside of the systems and understand each aspect of that. Then once you do that, then you can start taking care of it and going down uh, steps, whether it's cybersecurity insurance, uh, building back up your brand, understanding who you need to contact, all of those type of things. It's just, it's a, you know, it's it's this process that you have to go through. Mm -hmm. And it really, I've seen companies go from, you know, a 200 person staff uh, that is, you know, doing everyday business yeah. to now all they focus on is this one issue. Oh, my gosh. And literally, it transforms the organization to only focus on this and get you through that, that yeah, particular incident. Yeah, but then all your other goals go to everything the Everything stops. That's yeah. crazy. Your, your potential for revenue, everything. And I'm not trying to scare people, but it is, it's so important. And when it happens, you feel yeah. so helpless in it because there's so many unknowns. And that's why it's important to, you know, understand who you're partnering with, understand... Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, where your systems, uh, how you back up your systems, kind of the flow of those things, or partner with somebody that can help you with it. It's so important to have yeah. all of those precautions in place. It's uh, very scary, but something yeah. that you can get through if you take the right steps. Yeah, and that's why we have a month dedicated to it. But I like month. what you said there, a whole month, a, a whole, whole month. 31 days. That's right. Um, no, but I do like what you said, too. There's that domino effect, which I didn't really think about until you said that. But, you know, no matter the size of your firm, when something this massive happens, all your resources are going to be pooled to fix mm -hmm. it and to make things better, prevent it, you know, a second round, God forbid. But then all your goals, you know, all the resources that are that are in place to achieve whatever goals you have are pulled away. Right. So it's not just you're dealing with a cybersecurity attack. You have a partner of the firm whose job is to bring in new clientele and they're taken away from that. Or, you know, a larger firm, you may have someone in charge of your marketing doing the same. Someone in charge of your IT, they're pulled away from their day to day right. job so they can help with, you know, preventing, fixing the cybersecurity right. attack and there go all your other goals. Right. You have a large uh, group inside of the organization, like the attorney you mentioned, won't be able to work. So, it, and, yeah. you know, or you have Clients hourly. Clients go to competitors, yeah, yeah. Hourly wages on individuals that can't help with the security issue that just can't work. So you're paying them now for 
That's a good point. For yeah. enough. And then all of the things that you said about the goals going out, it's, it's a really tough situation. And that's why so many people, the big question out there is, do you pay the ransom or not? Yeah. And that goes back and forth. Do you? you know, do I you mean, pay that, it or not? Is that easy? Do they, <clears throat> if you pay the ransom, are you guaranteed, quote unquote, that they're going to fix everything no, for you? No, you're never guaranteed yeah. anything. However, I will say this that the the individuals that do this they make the money off of people paying the ransom mm-hmm. so they i know this is a an odd way to look at things but they have a brand too that they have to maintain so if they're known to not fix it then you're not oh. going to pay them so they want to be known to give you the keys to fix huh. it so they can continue to make money. It's a multi-million so dollar company. they have like online company. reviews on so, Yelp for Yelp, these guys. Yeah. <laughs> so it's important that they do that. But what you, what you don't know is did they take something, uh, right? And are they going to hold crazy. that for ransom later even after you paid? And if they did take something, how is that going to be used? You know, there's a, a lot on the dark web that goes out – that people are searching for just names and numbers and information so they can put it all together. That's so crazy. It is very crazy. It's, my, uh, I feel like every time I talk to Brad, my mind is just blown, <laughs> you know? That's why it's important, uh, too. I think a lot of people, even at home, I, I don't know, Lauren, if you have uh, protection at home for <laughs> cybersecurity. I'm not going to tell everybody right now. <laughs> but uh, it's important to also, you know, you see that extra pop-up for dark web surveillance. A lot of people may say no. It's very important. It really gives you some keys to understanding if your information is out there or not before something occurs. So usually what starts to happen before somebody steals your identity or something like that, you'll start to see hits out there about you. Uh, your name, your phone number, something like that, so that you know to immediately go through and change it. Yeah, I need to. Okay. Yeah. That was one of the things that my wife saw uh, through the surveillance system was her email address. And so we went in and changed her email address right away because somehow it was taken. And I know email addresses are pretty common. I mean, you can send me an email and I can see it. But if you start to see it out there and start associating it, then you can start Mm, to be proactive. yeah. Yeah, something's up. Okay. Well, I definitely think, Brad, tons of really good tips. And I know we've talked about it a couple times, but I think every time we learn something a little bit more and you learn more how to be proactive yourself. And I like that last point a lot, you know, what to look out for. You know, Mm -hmm. even if I start to see my email address around a ton, there's probably something going on. Right. You have to be kind of suspicious. I always think of it like uh, (laughs) when you're when you're watching, uh, you know, whodunit movies or whatever you're like oh i think it was this person because how could they be here and there and her cell phone pinged off of this tower so i'm sure she did it you know you that's i kind of think about that from a cybersecurity perspective you have to kind of put those pieces together (laughs) maybe i appreciate your insight and if you guys have any more questions reach out to brad um he's got a pretty awesome team working for him too and they would love to answer some more questions for you guys just give you guidance on what to do what not to do clean your desktops you know Things like that. Too many icons. Exactly. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the Lex Factor Briefs, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to the Lex Factor. Lexicon takes care of business so you can take care of law. Learn how to build a better practice at lexiconservices.com.